0: Glory to God. Welcome to WIFE, W-I-F-E, Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries, and you are listening to Dominique McGee. Glory to God on this beautiful day. I would like to give you the message today is, will you take off your sins? Are you willing to carry your cross? And will you carry the cross for Christ? In the mighty name of Jesus, this is a powerful message today. I want to give it to you as God has given it to me. But before we get into it, let's go before God correctly. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for life today. We thank you for the use of our limbs in a sound mind. We thank you for keeping us all through the night. We thank you for providing every need, Father God. We thank you for the strength you have given us in these perilous times. We thank you for turning our minds and our hearts to you, Father God. We thank you for this opportunity to fellowship with you, Father God. Remove the wedge that would keep us from receiving the word today. Father God, saturate us with your spirit. Touch me that I may minister in truth, Father God. Speak to me and through me, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, as we gather together to fellowship. Father God, allow Christ to be in the midst. Send your angels, Father God, to encamp around us. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive the word of God today. Let it touch whom it was meant to be touched today. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Glory into your name. Release that spirit on me, Lord, that I may minister in truth, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That I may serve you and not myself. I give you the glory and the praise. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Today, I want to go from Luke 23. From about... um. 26 or um, 26 to, I guess, let's see. 26, 25 to 27. Okay. So, Luke 23, 25. And he was released unto them. Him that of sedition and murder was cast into prison whom they had desired. But he... But he delivered Jesus to their will. Luke 26, and as they led him away, they, led, they laid hold upon one Simon of Cyrena or Sirenai, Coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it for Jesus. And there followed Luke 23:27. And there followed him a great company of people and of women, which also bewailed and lamented him in the mighty name of Jesus. We are at the chapter where Christ is carrying his cross to Calvary. The moment after Pontius Pilate had sentenced Jesus They led Jesus to a place where Matthew, the gospel of Matthew tells us it was called the place of the skulls and it was a massive army, about 600 of the top of the line soldiers that surrounded Christ and they began to mock Christ. And, and despite all this, you know, it, it's in this part to me. These are, are, let's say, the special forces of today. The Delta forces of today. These are the top of the line military men. Soldiers, 600 for just one. And no doubt they have seen Christ before they have ran across him. Christ has done no wrong. He's not a violent man. So why would it take 600 of them? You know, and despite all the training and special status that these soldiers had, they behaved so wickedly towards Christ. As if he was truly a wicked man and deserved to be treated this way. You might think that maybe they would have a little sympathy for him. Because at this point, from the beatings, Christ is, has bulging swellings on his face, bleeding lacerations from the whips, from his shoulders and across his back, just open lacerations, heavily bleeding, possibly even some, some damages. To his internal internal organs. But in all of this. Christ endured. In all of this I say again. Christ endured. And it's amazing. Because this is not um, a, a criminal. Someone who deserves to be whipped in such a manner. Or... Beaten in such a manner. Mocked. And reproached in such a manner. He didn't deserve. None of this. But I'm I'm here to tell you that. He went through all of this. For us. How dare us. Reach a situation in our lives. Where someone's talking about you and it breaks you down. Or you got to go through a hard situation and fight through some things. And you break down. When we must be honest that our sins have gotten us into the trouble. And if it had not been our choices that led us into these sins. We might have escaped the trouble altogether. Lord's will. But see, these sins are things that manifest in our flesh. These are desires that come out of us. Unpure thoughts. Unclean words. Actions and behaviors. Unpure desires. they're, They're in the flesh. And... You know that they're impure and they're unright because you have you, you hide these things. These are not the things that you're open about. These are the very things that Christ got whooped for. Whipped for. These are the very things that He bared. Because not just for the sins that they would do, but the sins that we would do today. You And I would take part in today. Christ endured then. Because he knew that we would sin now. That through him we would have salvation. Remission of our sins and eternal life. That we would be given a new life in him. See, so he had to bear the pain and the struggle. The trials and the tribulations, the wrong, the wickedness. That we may live because this is not of his own doing. What of our doing? So when we refer to Christ, we must refer to ourselves. He did it for you. It has everything to do with you. Your course of life, the things that you would encounter that would break you down in Him, you can be rebuilt. The restoration is in Christ, the salvation is in Christ, the deliverance is in Christ, the blessing. Is in Christ because all of the wickedness is in us, the sins is in us. But yes, will you carry your cross? So they release Barabbas. The murderer of sedition and sedition. He had been in prison for some time. But the people preferred the company of the wicked. Than to be a companion of Christ. In the good of righteousness. They weren't ready to do away with their wrong. So they didn't want to have to face the conviction. See, you do away with Christ. Because you know you're wrong. And you don't want to have to be accountable. You don't want the responsibility. Of doing the right thing. Because some parts of the wrong are enticing. So... It's easier for us to say, I don't believe in that. When you know, when you have a need for Christ, you're on your knees to Christ. But when you have a need for lust, that's where you're you're kneeing to the lust. The word also tells us that you cannot serve two masters because you will love one more than the other. So even though you may have a love for Christ... You may have a love for your sin more. So you're not willing to pick that up and bear it. And leave it at Christ's feet. Give it to Christ. And walk away from it. Find conviction in it. And by conviction I mean. Telling God the honest truth. You know you're wrong. I shouldn't live this way. Telling the truth that it is your fault and not God's fault. So, no man can say that he is tempted of God, but all things that are tempted of men, of those things that are common unto men. But just as we have gotten a way in, he has provided the way of escape. See, your exit route is in Christ. You can't do it, but Christ can. But see, we forget also that the word says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. So, when you think you can continue to con- just do this, drop it at God's feet. I can't do it, God. Every time he gives you a situation or a battle, a cross to carry, we're so quick to say, I can't bear it. But Christ endured Through the weapons. He endured to the cross. He buried our wickedness, our sins, our pain. He buried it all to the cross. What if? What if? What if Christ would have said, uh it's too heavy. I can't bear your problems. We would not have remission for our sins. We would not be able to achieve salvation because Christ would have diverted from the path because it was too much to bear. But not once. He went into the garden before then and prayed that if it be the God, God's will. If it be God's will that he take the cup from him. That he remove the fact that he had to bear this burden for us from him. Because let's be honest, that's what Jesus wanted. But... It's not my will, but your will. If this is truly what you have put for me to go through, I'm going to honor you and go through it. If I must bear this pain for you, I will bear it and go through it. If I must die, that you may live, I will do so. That's love. That's unconditional love. See, as humans, we love by condition. Because we're not willing to give our child for another. Would you? We're not willing to sacrifice To the last drop for Christ or anyone else, let alone Christ. See, Christ didn't say do all you can do for others until your breaking point. He said that you will endure long suffering. Take nothing for yourself. Put your trust in me. I will provide all needs. I'm going to be with you in the battles and the struggles. You just got to take courage in that. Hold on to your faith. Don't weather in the hard times. But carry your cross. Just as I carry mine for you. See, the, the blessing is. He does not say the cross of the sinners. The cross of iniquity, He says, "My cross. He carried his own cross. Ha? when he did no wrong. But let, let's go back. Jesus' face had to be swollen, bulging. But yet he endured. Also bleeding from whips. But yet he endured. You know, he had to have some torn muscles. Blood vessels. Just It just, it, it, it touches me because the strength in Christ. He not only hurt it on the inside because... There was no one that can remove the cup. No one could remove what God had already set in stone for him. The struggle, the burdens alone he had to bear. For those that would let alone cast them to the side would not believe would not follow Him, and would not show the same love, mercy, and care to their very brother. But in all that He has done for them, what would be the purpose to die? Look at how we are living today. Christ died in the days of our ancestors, among our ancestors. So we are the end. The descendants. No time to get into genealogy. But we will in due time. But what I say to you is this. No one. Where was the apostles? As Christ. Has. Has. After he was beaten and brought, where were they? No one spoke up at the trial. No one was there to defend Christ. But he had just spoken that this was to come for them, for you, for me, and. You have to understand, they could have at least respected the man Christ was because Christ was a, a real manly man. He stood strong under all of this suffering that even Pontius Pilate proclaimed in John 19:5: Behold the man. You don't have to question the kind of man Christ was. And at this point, he was three times the men that were beating on him. And they could have at least respected him for the man he was. But they had not mercy. That's why the word tells us respect of no man. Instead of mercy, they wove a crown of thorns and pressed it into his head. One can refer that as the act back when God had cursed Adam and Eve. Specifically, God cursed the ground because of Adam and Eve. See the text of Genesis 316, 19, 23, Genesis 5, 29. In addition to the crops, the ground would also produce thorns and thistles. So here, now we have the Son of God being crowned by man. With thorns. I guess it was an appropriate being. That the, but the curse of us. That he bared. Our curse. That we may be free. From the curse. And his name Galatians 3. 13 tells us. He became a curse for us. He wore that symbol. All the way. Carrying his cross to Calvary. They gave Jesus a reed. In mockery of his royalty. For the reed was to symbolize the royal sector. In Matthew 27.30 it tells us that. And they used this reed to strike Jesus. Mocking the royalty. As if. As if. Saying, where's your power, Jesus? Where's your army to defend you, Christ? But even then, Christ not turned back, but he endured. Some of us deserve to be talked about. Because we're doing all the talking about others. So you know. The pain Christ was in. The disrespect. He endured. My God, my God, my God. Not for his own sake did he endure, but for us. This very day, this very time, for all of us. For the sins that we would commit against the very God that sits on the throne. This act of sacrifice didn't come easy. Christ had to suffer that we may be free of sin. Not so we can continue to sin because, because, because he at the cross. But because, so that we may be free from the sin. That's why he went to the cross. Careful there. Careful there that you don't use. Christ to your advantage as a reason to continuously walk in your wickedness and sin because that is not how you apply that and I'm serious to tell you that it will not apply that way in heaven he gave your life that you may live it more abundantly that you may be free from what keeps you from life he did this so that you may be free from the chains the bonds and the yokes of sin and be able to come back from sin from our pain from our problems from our lust from our lies from our corruptions that we may live again in him this is the place where Jesus buried it all I'm gonna tell you Jesus wasn't no chunk. Because all of this torture, after all of this, John nineteen seventeen tells us that he carried his own cross. So as partakers in Christ, why do we feel as if we are, were not to go through anything for Christ? When he bared it all for us, not half, not a portion, but it all. Now it comes time for him to bear the very cross. The very wood from the very tree he would hang from. Let's say that the it, it had to be no more than 250. I'm pushing it if it was 300 pounds for, for a man to carry. Now, that's, that's quite some weight. But, but if you think this in, in a physical sense, in a spiritual sense, physically, I'm beating down. I can't. My body has taken all it can take. And my central pain system in my body is growing off. But you know, we have been hurt and we tried to endure. But my mental central system is growing off. My emotional central system is growing off. And I'm breaking And now I got to carry this cross. And I didn't do anything wrong. How, as partakers in Christ, can we receive Him when we are not even able to bear a problem for our brother or for our sister? We're the quickest people in the world to say, that ain't my problem. Oh, pray on it. I prayed on it and maybe God sent me to you. But see as partakers, even when it gets hard for us, we got all of the faith in the world when he's giving us blessings and doing for us what we ask. But when the storm rages. And, we gotta, and we're required to take up our cross. We can't bear it. We want to take it back to Christ. So. If we're going to take it to Christ. Don't take it back. Give it to Christ and leave it. Because every time. You give it and take it. He goes back to burning it in him and carrying it for you. Every time you can't bear it, he bears it. So why do you keep finding yourself in situations dealing with things that you can't bear? You can bear the drugs when they were fun. You can bear the adultery when... Your significant other knew not. You can bear the crimes. Before the time. But. We all. Don't want to be responsible. We don't want the accountability. But I tell you. What I tell you. Jesus, have mercy in the mighty name of Jesus, glory to God in the name of Jesus, glory to God in the name of Jesus. We say that we love Christ, but have no desire to suffer for him as he did for us. The minute we have to carry something, it's too heavy, we give it to God, we can't carry it. And that's it. But let me tell you about Jesus. As I said before, he was no trump. He was a carpenter. In his prime, about 34, 35, maybe. 33. In that range. And he, he was used to using his shoulders. He was used to lifting heavy things as a carpenter. But not in the state that he was. Beaten down. broken down physically when Christ stumbled yes Lord when Christ stumbled carrying our sins our burdens, our problems all of us he took everybody's as his own and even beaten down he stumbled he didn't fall but he stumbled he didn't give up Christ didn't ask for the help that came and I know that this had to hurt Christ because where were my apostles where are my disciples my followers my believers I just spoke to them and I told them that my hour was at hand the time would come when I would be taken by man and was, I love you Jesus and I'm going to follow you to the end Jesus everyone was gone there was not one this week in the trial not one to carry the cross Not one to bear one lashing. But I was there to receive. The miracles. The ministry. The teachings. The benefits. Of Christ. But when the benefit turned into. A problem. That would put them. Into a problem. Yeah, their loyalty wasn't there. They were afraid. Not of Christ, but of themselves. So, the Romans seized a man, Simon. This man was on his way out. He probably heard of the matter and all of the commotion that was going on. But hey, he didn't have a hand in this. And it's not in this matter. But they seized him. That he may bear the cross for Christ. This man could have said, this is not of my affair. I have no dealings with this man. I know not of the Christ. But he said not. He burdened. He took the cross and carried it for Christ. It's not like he did Christ any favors, honestly. Because in that, it was something that he was carrying for him as well. As to all of us, we all had a hand. And that burden. So. It's just. just, I have a question. What if you had the chance. That opportunity to carry that cross. Would you. Would you. Intervene. Would you say anything on Christ's behalf. Would you stand up for Christ? Would you carry the cross even if it was only a few steps for only a couple moments? Would you, would you ask yourself from your heart, If you had the opportunity to carry the cross for Christ, would you? Would you have spoken up for him? If you were given a chance to take the burden from our savior, just if only for a moment, would you? Well, I'm here to tell you, those of us that will, there's still a chance. There is still that chance to do your part, to make a stand for Christ, to speak up for Christ. Who carry the cross. And in this. The Lord told us. If anyone would come after me. He must deny himself. And take up his cross daily. That's Luke 9.23. And he also said in Matthew 10.39. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life will find it. Get lost in God. Get lost in the will of the Lord. And this, what Christ means, I'm going to give you this. Deny your ways to truly love Christ. To truly do this. We have to lose our way to walk in His way. To find a new life in Him, to truly bear the cross, is to take your dreams, your plans, your goals, your aspirations, your very fact, your entire life, and offer it all up to God. Give it all to God. That he can use your life for the better. That he can use you for the better. Paul describes this as being crucified with Christ. In Galatians 2.20 1 Corinthians 15.3 I admit I die daily. We have nothing but opportunity after, t- after opportunity every day all day to take up our cross to put god before anything and anyone else being willing to make any sacrifice that he may desire of us this is taking up your cross putting the will of god before your will before all being faithful when the situation is not suitable Remaining in sacrifice in Christ, denying what you want, denying your adultery, denying your fornication, denying your, your wicked thoughts, and denying the words that you're going to speak wickedly, denying the path of wickedness in which you embark on foolishly daily. Denying the desire. It's not easy when you have welcomed these things in your life. Accepted them and built bonds. Because these are what's yoked you from Christ. But when I tell you. When you apply the word into your life. And you apply it to your thoughts. And the way you speak. And the way you walk. What you put in you will come out of you. So are you carrying your cross as partakers in Christ? Are you going through the long suffering for Christ? Or are you at the I can't bear it? But I tell you, those of us that feel we can't bear, God gives you not what you cannot bear for his grace. Is sufficient he knows what you can handle he knows what's inside of you because you are his child he believes in you you have to believe more in you because the word says I can do all things through Christ will strengthen me so he gave you the strength to carry your cross He gave you the strength to tell the devil, Get thee behind you. He gave you the strength to tell the devil, Thou shalt not tempt the child of God. He gave you the strength to deny thyself. Christ came to walk in the likeness of man, to go through the very temptations of man, and to defeat them, so that we may adopt this, And walk in the mannerism of him. And as doing so. Defeating. As he did. Glory to God in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God in the mighty name of Jesus I ask. That you shower us with your grace and your mercy. That you pick us up, Father God, as you draw us out. You put it in our hearts and our spirits, Father God. To bear whatever we have to bear for you and in your name. To take up our cross daily, Father God, and stand. And Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, touch our body, Father God. I plead the blood of Christ over our minds, over our bodies, over our hearts. Over the path that we choose that may we walk in the likeness of God. and the likeness of Christ. I declare and I decree the power of God over our lives today that he may strengthen us that he may draw us out that he may call us up to be that beacon of hope in long-suffering to stand strong with our loins gritted in the mighty name of Jesus I declare it as partakers in Christ that we will turn away from our own ways we will repent unto you Father God in the name of Jesus giving our life solely over unto thee. For I admit before thee, Father, I am filthy, a sinner from the God who strayed away from the path. But I returned unto thee, God, to give my life unto thee, that I may live in Christ, that I may have remission for my sins, that I may be given salvation, and that I may walk life uprightly and live life abundantly in your name, God. Receive me once more, God. Turn not away in your anger. In the mighty name of Jesus, allow my heart to search thee out. Put it in my mind to seek thee day and night. Encourage me in your word and in your will. In the mighty name of Jesus, as you continue to provide every need, I thank you, Father. As you continue to wrap your angels around my family, I thank you, Father. As you keep us in these trying times, I thank you, Father. I thank you for your faithfulness, for your love and your compassion upon me and my household. Show me the way that I may walk in your likeness and do the same. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for life today. May all the children of the Lord say amen. Give God a crazy praise because he gave you life. Live it abundantly, take up your bed and get out of destruction and look to the hills from which your help cometh, because it cometh from the Lord. Put thy trust in the Lord and not in men. Go not the ways of the wicked, be not as the fool, but stand in the word of the God. Stand in the will of God. Rebuke the devil, and he shall flee. You have the authority. You have the superiority. Ask Christ. In you to do so. Receive it. Believe it and walk in it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Declare it over your life. Over your children. Over your jobs. Over your finances. Stop giving the devil power. Over your life. And receive. The power that was given to you. As a partaker in Christ. Because he went. And carried our burdens. To Calvary. That you may stand and live. Once again. Refreshed and renewed. In him. And I thank you once again. My brothers and sisters. For coming to WIFE. Wife. Walk in faith everyday ministries. And you are listening to. Dominic McGee. And give God the glory. Thank you. Until next time. (laughs) Glory be to God.